This is episode 35 with Peggy Jean on turning a hobby into a career. You're listening to Chats with Kat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to share their journey of self-actualization, overcoming fear, and paving the way for a soul's purpose to shine through. Let's start that right here, right now. Greatness is sifted through the grind. Therefore, don't despise the hard work now, for surely it will be worth it in the end. That is a quote by Sanjo Jendai. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Chats with Kat. I hope you're all doing great. Today, we are joined by fashion blogger Peggy Jean, otherwise known as On the Q Train on Instagram, to discuss what her journey has been like traversing the blogging industry. She launched her platform back in 2010 when blogging wasn't as popular or lucrative as it is these days. So I was really curious to know how she's managed to shift her hobby into a career. Peggy has partnered with brands such as Boohoo, Simply B, JCPenney, Lane Bryant, Fashion Nova, and many, many more. Throughout this conversation, we discuss the appeal of her personal brand, which has amassed an audience of over 46,000 on Instagram, and her focus on creating a community centered around authenticity and inclusion, which I am obviously all for. We touch base on what it has been like for her to overcome discrimination within the industry and how she stays focused when faced with challenges. If you enjoyed this episode, I suggest that you share it with at least one friend who you think could really benefit from any of the messages and advice shared. It's the best thing that we can do for each other. And you know what? Sometimes we just need to hear people say certain things in order to have that light bulb really click for us. So I really recommend that you do that. Without any further delay, here is my chat with Peggy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Chats with Kat. I am here with a fabulous guest, Miss Peggy Jean. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I'm sure many people are obviously very familiar with you and they know about On the Q Train, which is your brand. Yes. But how did you actually get to decide on that name? Okay, it's kind of funny. Um, So I love trains, as you can see. (laughs) I am a New Yorker, so I used to take the trains all the time. I used to commute from home to school, to school to home to work, and that that was the train that I would take. And on that train, like, I found so much inspiration through conversation. Um, I just love people's styles. I just loved, um, like, it made me feel like I was a part of the city, you know? And um, when I decided to choose a blog name, um, that was a name that I connected with because I didn't want like the typical like um, blogger name because I'm plus size. So a lot of women would call themselves curvy or plus size. And I'm like, you know what? I just want to be me, you know? So not saying that I'm not me, but um, I, I want people to, you know, connect to that, you know? So the Q train is because I love the train. I'm from the city. That's my life. So that's why I chose the name. Oh, I like that. Thank you. At first, were you kind of just trying to cater to a New York-based audience? Um, Yes and no. Um, I first started, I don't know if no one knows this website. It's called LiveJournal.com. Um, it is a... That's a throwback. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like... It was so long ago. Um, Basically, I used to write on there. Like, I used to, like go on there I used to write um 
I used to connect with a whole bunch of people. So I wasn't a blogger at first. I was like, you know, just on there, like, um, connect with people that were just like me. You know what I mean? And um, that was the name that I had. And then I got curious, um, you know, with fashion, and it stuck with me. But um, at first, first I started as like, um, you know, writing, you know, journaling, connecting with people, and then like I found like this passion, and I kept kept the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those people who have not come across your platform, yes, and for those who have been following you for a while, can you tell them a bit about Peggy? Who is Peggy the woman um, behind all of that? Okay, so Peggy is an educator. I have a master's. I um, have a master's in early childhood from uh, birth to grade two. I am a daughter. I am a sister. I am just a regular woman. Um I have this passion, which is blogging, but um, a lot of people relate to me because I'm just like them. Um, that's pretty much who I am. I love fashion. I love um, connecting with women. I love inspiring women. I love helping women feel confident. That's my thing. But um, I'm just a regular, <laughs> just a regular woman, you know? As Cardi B would say, I'm just yeah, a regular, I'm regular, regular, regular. regular. <laughs> Exactly. Like, I'm just, you know... I'm just me, you know, like yeah. if, if I walk down the street and I see like a follower, like I'll give you a hug. I'm like, hey, you know, what's up? You know, that's my personality. Um, when um, it's funny because today I got a DM from a, a, a girl and because I do a lot of Insta stories and she's like, you're so like relatable. You're so down to earth. I'm like, yes, that's who I am. You're going to see me on, you know, you're going to see the real me when I'm doing Insta stories. So I'm just a regular smuggler, <laughs> Brooklyn girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When people come across your platform, what is it, I guess, that you are trying to elicit from them? Is it be, is it that you want people to just feel like comfortable? Like you're not you're not alone. Like there's people out here that are just like you. What is yeah, that? I mean, um, like I said, I'm really like very down to earth, very regular. But at the same time, like I know that I have a voice i know that i have a connection with people i am an influencer um a lot of people they look at me um for like my input when it comes to like um with um fashion what to wear so i know that i do have an importance but like i said i'm really like down to earth like you know Mm -hmm. yeah when you started your blog back in 2010 Oh, you did some studying. Yes, oh, of wow. Gotta okay. Do research. Oh, my Girl, God. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, when you started your you. blog back in 2010, blogs weren't really a thing yet. People were not, yeah. there were blogs, but it wasn't because people were doing it for money or anything. Yeah, exactly. Like people are doing it now. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, you know, I guess it stemmed from your live journal yes, and all yes. of that. But can you give us some insight into what prompted you to actually go about buying the domain yeah. and setting that whole thing up? What were you yeah. trying to say? All right. So. All right. And so in college, when I was in college, getting my bachelor's, um, I don't know. I just started uh, like becoming like super confident. There was like this movement online, which was the body positivity movement which was like started on LiveJournal oh, and really? on I Tumblr. Didn't, I didn't yeah. know that. Yes, girl. Oh, wow. and that's where I first saw that. And also Tumblr. Like I went from LiveJournal to Tumblr and finding that whole community of women and um, saying to myself like, wow, like I 
and beautiful. You know, I am plus size. And I want to, you know, I want to portray that on social media in a positive way. I've always had like a a unique sense of style. Like I would go out and people would compliment me like, where did you get this outfit from? And at the time, there weren't like a lot of plus size popular brands. So I was like a thrifter. Like I would go to a thrift store and I would try to make the outfit work and a lot of compliments. Like, where did you go get this outfit from? Like, I love it. I love it. And then I said, you know what? I see all these women that's a part of this body positivity movement. Um, I want to showcase myself, my sense of style, my fashion, and I want to have a blog. But it was a hobby. It wasn't like um, I didn't see it as a career because no one, you know, it was it was never it was like the unknown. You know, it was just like there's bloggers, but like it's not popular, you know. So I did it and um, I got a, a blog blogging account. So I'm sorry, I got a blogger account. So that's how I started. And um, later on, I said, let me um, purchase like a real domain. Let me, you know, get some um, like people to sign up for my email list. But in the beginning, it was not like it what to me is not as serious as it is today. I used to just take pictures anywhere. It could be nighttime. <laughs> the lighting was terrible. Um, and I'm sure you did your research. So when you see pictures from 2010, it's like, girl, that lighting could be a little bit better. Like you can, you know, you're, you know, you could, you can improve. So I didn't take it seriously in 2010. I mean, I wanted to like help women and show women where to shop, but there was no such thing as affiliate links. There were no like brand sponsorships. It was just like you buy your own clothes with your own money and then you post it up and women would go shopping, you know, and say, oh, I like this outfit. I'm going to go shopping and buy it because I saw her wear it. So that's pretty much what I was doing. Hmm. So was was this transition from looking at a blog as being a hobby yeah. into a job something that came natural or was there a moment where you're just like, wait, I'm losing out on opportunity right now. I need to maximize what I could do with this. A little bit of both. Um, I remember like, um, I don't remember what year it was, but I remember a brand contacted me and they were like, do you have a media kit? I didn't even know what a media kit was. Um, you know, and they, because I didn't know anything, um, they kind of, you know, I don't want to say played me, but they didn't offer me what I, what I deserved because they, they saw the potential, but I didn't know the potential, you know, cause I didn't, I didn't know the business side of blogging. It was a hobby. So I would do a lot of free work in the beginning. Um, didn't have a media kit, didn't have any of that stuff. And then I went to a event with a whole bunch of bloggers and I was seeing women talk about media kit. I heard women talk about, um, sponsored posts and they were talking about campaigns and I'm like wait what like people are really making money and then the the how much money they were making and some women were saying like they're full-time bloggers I was like oh, okay I could probably capitalize from this but where do I start you know because I don't have um I don't have the knowledge I don't really know what to do so I started doing a little bit of research uh, I found out affiliate links. I remember when I applied for affiliate link, they rejected me. <laughs> they rejected me. Um, they said that my aesthetics was not clean enough. Um, remember, I was saying 2010, I was taking pictures, bad lighting. Um, 
you know, I had a lot of comments, a lot of engagement. But as far as like the lighting, uh, the kind of pictures I took wasn't like artsy enough. Um, I got rejected. So and then I said, you know what? This hurts. So I'm going to um, ask them, why was I rejected? What can I do to get accepted to your program? So they say, gave me a, um, an example of another blogger's uh, page. And from that day, I said, okay, I'm a model after this person because I want to get the same opportunities as this woman. So I'm going to model after her. I was on YouTube too. So I cleaned everything up of everything my aesthetics I made sure that it was clean this is probably like 2014 so you can see like the shift from 2010 to 2014 you can see the shift with pictures yeah I was seeing pictures in the daytime I made sure that everything was clean aesthetically and then I reapplied for the uh, company and they accepted me and I was like okay you know and um you know slowly I was working with brands but it wasn't like paid it was you know you know I, they, I was getting shortchanged because I really didn't know the business aspect of it. But, um, you know, as you learn and as you grow, you know, and you research, you'll see the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, I'm sh there's so many people who want to be bloggers now. Yes, there is a lot. Yeah. But they don't really know where to start, A. They also feel like there's so many people already doing it. Yeah. Why should I do it? Am I even going to make money off of this? Yeah. And also, like, people just don't even know how they can pivot from like you, you yeah. know, being an educator and then also being a fashion blogger, like yeah. they could have both lives. Of course. So what do you say to that? I say just do it. If that's something that is consciously always in your mind, like I want to be a blogger, I want to do this, do it. Like there's lots of bloggers. It's oversaturated, this community. But there's no one like you, you know, there's no one like me. So that's where that's where I, you know, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to keep doing it because I know that I bring a uniqueness to this, even though it's oversaturated. I don't care about this, about this competition. I'm going to do my own thing, um, create my own voice, my own platform. And that's what I do. So I feel like if you feel that you have potential, do it. Don't worry about no. Don't worry about nobody. Don't worry, don't worry about what the next person is doing. Just do it. You know, research. Um, I research now, like, um, I don't know everything. I don't know every single thing, but I research now. I still research. I still read books. I still watch YouTube channels. I, you know, you know, take classes, you know, you want to get better, you know, and, um, just do it. Yeah. Do it. I love that. Advice. Yeah. People hesitate so much. Don't you have yeah. to start somewhere. Exactly. That's what I feel like people are afraid of, of looking stupid or something. Exactly. But no, like sometimes I feel like before I came to the podcast, I was taking pictures in the street. Sometimes you feel silly, but do it. Cause you know that you're going to be inspiring lots of people and you Want to make sure that, you know, you're going to kill it. Just do it. You know, that's it. It's, it's all mental. And that's what I do now. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yes. Thank you. Such good advice. <laughs> Such good Thank advice. Thank you so much. So I just love how, going back to you just being yourself online, yeah. you, I don't feel like you change who you are online. Uh, thank you so much. But how do you do that when there are so many bloggers who are out there who honestly are just so cookie cutter and yeah. they don't really come across like they have personality, at least yeah. in my opinion. You know, they have like these like quote captions and you don't really even see who they are. They just have yeah. these perfect pictures. Yes. 
And I think that a lot of people are tired of that. Yeah, they people are. People want personality. They want to feel like they know you. Yes. So how do you maintain that in that world? It's so funny because I had a brand tell me that. Like, they they, they study you. They study you, like, um, your Instagram page, your stories. They see a lot. And um, they reach, a brand reached out to me and said, we just love your personality. Like, we just love how you um take your photos and how you you connect with your followers and you have like this um this New York thing about you you know there are some women that are cookie cutter um that's just never that's never been my style um I feel like you could read through that and I don't want to ever come across as fake you know I just want to be real my followers they will buy if I'm do anything fake if I'm not being authentic they know because they've known me since 2010 there I have followers that that followed my journey from the beginning and they know and um I've followed people from 2010 and, and to see where they where they started where they were real and now how they are now it's like what happened I understand there's money involved I understand that you want to work with brands but be yourself you know but um, when money is involved, people change. Mm. They do. They do. They change because um, you wanna, you wanna be a certain way for a brand. You wanna come across, you know, a certain way. But I, I've never been like that. You know, I'm. My life is not perfect. It's not perfect. I, if I'm going through something, I have no problem expressing it um, with my followers. Sometimes I ask them, like, what do you do? How do you deal with this situation? And they and they love that because they feel like they're connected to you. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And that's how I am. If I'm going through, like, a, a not-so-good day and I'm like, you know, y'all, I'm so sick. What is your recommendation? Like, can you guys help me? They'll help me. You know, I recently went vegan. And um, I put that out there on social media. And there were so many women that were struggling, too, like, I want to be vegan, you know. Maybe we should help each other, you know. It's crazy. Just be yourself, you know. Be be yourself. And when you're yourself, there are there's a lot of opportunities that could come out of that because brands do watch. They are tired of the cookie cutter, perfect Instagram page and the perfect life, you know, because no one life is perfect. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, is there like, are there parameters? Are there things that people shouldn't do when trying to pursue this life of, honesty and authenticity i think that there's still like a something that they can't cross is there is there ever a line you think i think it depends on the brand um like especially because i'm a plus size blogger there are certain brands that they do like that clean aesthetics and i have a clean aesthetic but they like that clean aesthetics they like it picture perfect um you know they like that stuff um, so I think they're just trying to, you know, appeal to the brands. Um, so in a sense, they're losing themselves, but they're getting paid. So it's like, you know, me, it's, it's a give and take situation. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be myself because I need to make this money. So that's what they're doing. Cause I, I there's some people that I follow and I know personally and, um, how they are online is not how they are in person. Is there something wrong with that? I do because I feel like it's uh, deceiving. It's very deceiving because how I am in person is how I am online. You know, that's just who I am. I can't fake it. 
it's too hard to do. Like it's and people was gonna read into that. And they're like, I don't wanna like that picture because she's me and fake. You know? <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. wanna I don't wanna go to her blog to and go. People will yeah, people think they like that don't too. like that. Yeah. It's so true. They don't. I like do they that. want they yeah, they want something real. Like like for example, if you're doing like a paid post or a paid uh sponsored post, right? They want you to keep it real. They don't want you to be like, oh, this is such a perfect product. And oh my God, guys, you have to get it. But it's like two thousand dollars. Like you know that your followers, because you you know your followers. You know that your followers are not going to spend $2,000 on a product, you know, but you're like putting this like persona out there and people read into that, you know, um, that's the difference with me. My, my whole thing right now is building a community of my followers where I started. Cause you know, Instagram is very hard now, like to grow now. I was going to ask you, oh, how girl, do you do it's that? It's so hard. Um, <sighs> It's so hard because, you know, with Instagram, you have to pay to play now. Like, if you want to use their services and you're, you have a business account, you eventually are going to have to pay to use their services. So with me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to build a community with my followers. Um, these are, like, my writers because I'm on the Q train. So I'm <laughs> <love> going, <laughs> Exactly. So I'm going to build a community. I'm going to, you know, come on there, you know, just be myself. I'm going to cook my breakfast, cook my lunch, you know, hey, guys, this is a new song that I love. Do you guys love it? What's your opinion? Like, I'm just going to be myself, you know, and um, because you want that engagement, but you also want it to be authentic, too. And um, the same women that um, DM me when I'm asking questions or participating on a poll that I ask are the same women that are hitting like, I mean, um, yeah, hitting like on a picture. Um, and they're also like adding their friend, like you need to follow her, you know? So that's what I'm working on. I can't work, I can't work on people who are doing like fake pods and uh, doing all this kind of crazy stuff because how Instagram changed. And I can't do that. That to me is crazy. Work on connecting with your followers, regardless if it's 10 followers, regardless if it's 100 followers, regardless if it's 100,000 followers. Connect with those people. That's what I do. I connect. I don't want you guys to leave. I don't want you guys to unfollow. So I want you guys to stay. So I'm going to show you guys me, and I'm going to entertain you guys, and I'm going to show you guys some bomb photos. That's what I'm going to do. So that's what I've been doing, and it has been working. Thank God. But do you feel like <clears throat> that's a slower approach to growing? It is slow. It is It is a little bit slow um, because I haven't – I mean, my engagement, like if you look at my engagement, like – it's really good, um, considering that I don't consider myself a big blogger at all. At 46,000 followers, a lot of my peers in the industry have double those numbers. Um, but if you look at my engagement and theirs, my engagement is a lot higher because I um, reply back. No one wants to comment someone and you don't say thank you or you don't say, like if they ask you, where did you get this outfit from and you don't reply, it's rude. I agree with that. It's rude. So I um, make sure that I, th I thank you. I say thank you. I make sure that I reply to their questions. Um, if they have something they want to ask me, DM me. I don't have a problem with that. I've, I've seen bloggers say, don't DM me. Like, yep, I see that yeah, all the I'm time. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. It comes across like they think yeah, they're better. Exactly. Like, these are people. These are people that are invested in you. So, like, I'll comment back. I'll, um, if they, you know, contact me through DM, I'll reply. You know, I've I've always been like that, so that's how I am. Um, but as far as that, like my engagement is good. But as far as me, like um, 
people following me, it's been very slow because like I said, Instagram changed so much. So, um, you know, back when Instagram first started, like 2012, it was easy. Like you just use hashtags, lots of hashtags and people will follow you. Now hashtags don't even work anymore. Yeah. You know, they don't work. So what am I going to do? You know, but my thing now is like, I'm going to work with what I have. And if I grow, as far as numbers, great. But if I don't, I'm still going to keep connecting with my followers because obviously what I'm doing is working and brands see that because I might not have 100,000 followers, but but you have a lot. The engagement is really high. So that's is that that's where I want to, you know. Yeah. I think that what you touched on is so important because it's like we can look at these numbers yeah. and we can be wowed or impressed by that. Yeah. But it's really about the community that you're building because yeah. like you're saying, these are real people exactly, and they have an, inv- they have a vested interest in mm-hmm. you. And if you are making them feel like they are acknowledged, like they're being represented, yeah. like you are equals. Yeah. That's when they stick around. Yeah. That's when they buy all the things you're linking. Mm-hmm. That's when they like all your posts. Yeah. That's when they do all the things you ask of them because yeah. it becomes almost like a friendship. Exactly. But I do feel like it's very popular thing now to do where, it's like people are blatantly trying to come across like they are better than their followers. Yeah. And that scares me because it is creating this culture of. It's triggering. It's triggering. And it's almost as if a lot of Instagrammers want to be like Insta famous, Insta celebrities. Mm -hmm. And they forget that you're still a person that has Mm -hmm. to walk amongst everybody else. Exactly. You don't get to live in a separate place. Yeah. So how you treat people online it says a lot about how you how you think of yourself. Yeah. So I think it's really important that you highlight that because, you know, that's where I think the shift needs to go now. I think people are very tired of seeing this perfect life because it doesn't exist. It's not relatable. Yeah. And they want to go to a page where they don't feel like they are less than the person. Exactly. They want to feel like that person gets them and loves them in whatever way they are meant to. Yeah. You know, so I think that's something really important for people to know right now listening that that is something that you focus on. Yeah. Because there are a million bloggers right now who just have beautiful pictures and don't really give a shit about their followers they don't so it's really important that when we find people like peggy who obviously cares about building a community and has a vested interest in you know creating a sense of representation for women for plus size women for everybody yeah that we give her support and that we showcase that this is what we want thank you so much i totally agree um like sometimes when i'm about to do a blog post i'll ask them i ask my followers their opinion um, what do you guys want to see today? Do you guys want to see me blog about shoes or do you guys want to see me blog about accessories? Like I, I would like to know because I want to cater to you guys. I want you guys to, you know, feel like you're a part of the decision making when I'm doing a blog post. Um, sometimes like I'll ask them, how would you style this? You guys like I love this shirt, but I need help. And they love to feel like they're a part of it. They love to feel like they, you know, hooked me up with an outfit, you know? And um, sometimes, because I, I, I want to go back to, we talked about, like, some bloggers. Like, they'll, like, wear, like, a brand's uh, outfit, and it's, like, $2,000, and they'll try to shove it to their followers to buy. 
Today, one of my followers was like, I love the fact that you are still the same. You still shop at Forever 21. <laughs> you still shop at these stores and make it look good because sometimes I don't want to spend a lot of money. You know, sometimes I just want to wear something that's just affordable because I don't have money. I have kids, you know, I have bills to pay, but I still want to look fly. I still want to look good. And I love the fact that you do that. So, yeah, just just chill out like on social media, like relax. Insta famous. Is not real because if Instagram was to crash today, what would you guys be doing? That's a question. You, you know need to saying? repeat that Build again. Build your email list. What would Please. you do? What would they do exactly. if Instagram stopped to stopped existing? Exactly. Like it's crazy, but that's the reality, and it messes with you. Like it does. Like and you know, like the the the, the body image now because of Instagram is so. I know it's so toxic. You people questioning their beauty, questioning if they look right. You know, they're photoshopping and face tuning everything because Instagram is not real. It, it's just like, you know. How do you manage to ignore that? Girl, it's just, I mean, there was a point that, um, like, there was a point where I was like, there, what's going on? Maybe I should show a little more, do a little bit more. Um, because it's, it's so many women, like, and all women, not just, um, you know, not just, um, skinny women. It was plus size women like that wanted to look a certain way or achieve a certain look. And I started questioning, maybe I should show more skin. Maybe I should do a little bit more. Maybe I should, you know, I don't know. Maybe I should do something because there's this trend. There was this trend, um, with certain brands coming out with like certain jeans the major booty look a certain way and you want it to be very sexy like a vixen because um a lot of that is glorified so it it does mess with you like oh maybe I should try to do this and then I had a reality check like no this is not me you know and if the brands don't want to rock with me or if I don't gain no followers it is what it is I have to be myself you know like this is not this is not achievable like you can't live like this every day like who wants to wake up every day <laughs> putting a ton of makeup on every day. Like, it's not realistic, you know? But people do it. Like, they have to do it, you know? Um, that's how they make their money. And I understand that. But it's triggering because there's people that feel like they have to achieve that look. They have to achieve that body. They have to look this way. Um, and it's not real, you know? But that's Instagram. And that's society. That's just what it is, you know? But you have to find your own confidence and say, listen, I'm not going to do this. This is not for me. Sorry, y'all. You know, like y'all going to get these outfits. It might be basic to you guys. Cause there was a, there was a certain period where it was very sexy, like Instagram, like a lot of the photos and it's like, what happens to the style? What happens to fashion? Like, what are y'all doing? You know, it was that period. I was like, okay, can this just go away? And it's, it's starting to come back. I'm starting to see people are actually going back to fashion. And I'm like, thank God, you know? But, yeah. So I, do you feel like you have a responsibility to your followers to at least give them one profile that they can go to and not feel like they are being reminded of the things that they are not? A profile on Instagram? Yeah. When they go to your profile, do you feel like you have a responsibility to, sh to provide them with that one page that they can go to and be like, oh, fine. I can look at somebody who looks like me. Okay, so a page that's not my page, a different no, page. No, your page. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Exactly, because 
there are women that relate to me. Like, I have my natural hair. I am chocolate skin. Um, you know, that's who I am. And I don't, I'm not overly sexy. I try, you know, to keep it modest, but also trendy because I want to be trendy. Um, but yeah, I, and they come on my page and you, if you go on the, if you go to a picture and you see the engagement, they like that, you know, cause they connect to that. They don't always want to see cookie cutter or overly sexy posts, you know, it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so going on to a more serious topic. Yes. The catchphrase blogging while black has highlighted much of the discrimination and unequal treatment <laughs> towards bloggers of color. It's it's absolutely insane how real this is. Yeah. What are some things about the industry that most of us don't know? And is there anything that you have experienced yourself with regard to this? <sighs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's brands that would contact me and um they won't offer any type of compensation compensation for my work. Um, and then you'll see that they work with somebody that's Caucasian and the hashtag is ad and sponsored. Um, so clearly they're making a lot of money, you know. So they do that. Like if you, you know, because I'm black, I mean, yeah, they will work. They will want to work with me because they do want my engagement. But am I um, good enough to pay or am I good enough? for you to pay more money no but they'll work with someone else you know because they look a certain way they have a certain aesthetic for their brand um they'll repost that person there are popular pages that do that um it's crazy but that's what they do but yeah i see that all the time like that's that's social media i see it all the time and i've experienced it um with brands, it's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's sad, you know, it's really sad because you know that you can offer a lot for this company, you know, so why are you um, basing that on my skin tone or because I'm black, like, I don't understand, but that's what they do, you know, they want to market a certain look, a certain girl, um, and they go for that, you know, and it, and it, 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 it sucks, but that's our industry. And I, I just learned now, like, you know what, if you're not about um, spreading the love or you're not about diversity, I don't want to work with you. Like, I don't. Like, you know, um, I need you to support everybody, you know. Um, and that's where I'm at now, you know. If a brand contacts me, I'm, I go on their page. Like, I'm like, let me see. If you got any black people on your page. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let me see if you got any black people on your page. Yeah. All right, okay, you got some black people. Okay, all right, cool, you know? But if it's like a brand that, you know, they ain't got nothing. It's just like they want to work with me. They want me to use my following and engage and say, oh, this brand, check out their products. Here's a link, yada, yada, yada. But then I don't see them supporting me or supporting women that look like me on their page. I can't do that, you know? On my media kit, I actually say that. I said, if you want to work with me and you're all about um, pushing for change and, you know, if you're all about diversity, let's work together because that is what I want to do. I have that on my blog, too. I wrote that on my blog. So I am an advocate for that. Like, I don't want to work with a brand that do not support women of color. Like, I do not like that at all. Um, we're always misrepresented. And I'm tired of it. So I do that personally. Like, I, if, you know, a brand hits me up 
and I go on that page, I don't like it, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, you know? Yeah. And it is what it is. How do you manage to preserve your vision for your whole brand when you face these things? How do you manage to say, okay, they just did this to me, they tried to play me, but I'm not just going to quit. I'm not yeah. going to say F all of this. This yes. is all screwed up. How do you manage to keep your positive mindset? It's very hurtful when you do see it. Like, say you're emailing a brand and they're telling you a whole bunch of nonsense. And then, like, the next morning, you scroll Instagram and then you see them post um, a woman that doesn't look like you, that doesn't represent you, and they just told you a whole bunch of nonsense. It hurts. Um, it does. But um, I'm like, I have a bigger mission. You know, like, I have to just keep doing it. And... I know that, like, eventually, like, my goal, like, I, I do want to work with brands. I do want to, um, you know, have sponsored content. But my goal is to be my own brand, be my own boss. So despite all of that that I see, like, I know what my goal is, what I want to do. You know, I know what I need to do, you know. So that's where I'm at. And, like, speaking for God, y'all, that is my therapy. So if I have to cry it out, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that, you know, I missed this opportunity because of this. Like, I'll cry, and then I'll just keep on pushing. I'll keep on doing it. Um, I speak to, you know, friends, you know, because you need someone to talk to when you're going through something like that, if you see something like that. I just keep going. Like, what can you do? I'm not going to let that brand stop me and stop my hustle, you know, um, and I'm going to keep going. You know, and that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Because, I mean, for those that are listening right now who are interested in starting a blog. Yeah. And want to follow in your footsteps. Is this something that they have to be prepared for? Yes. So I want them to understand that this is part of the journey. Yes, it is. And you have to roll with the punches. Yeah. And you can't let them dictate your future. Yeah. Definitely. So it's so important that you touch base on that because that's something that people need to understand before yeah. getting in. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the most hurtful thing for you at first was also knowing that this may have, it may have hit you from like nowhere. Exactly. Like nobody warned you. No. You had to find it out the hard way. But I'm telling you guys now. Exactly. So I made it, I, I made it easy for you guys. Like just do it. There are going to be lots of obstacles, but do it. Because you know that you are unique and you have a voice and you need to just be out there despite all of the nonsense, you know, and that's what I do, you know. I love that. Yeah. You're amazing, Peggy. Thank you so much. You too. I love this platform. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Before we head out, I want to know what message you would share to the world if you had an opportunity to. (laughs) Huh. <laughs> that is such a beautiful question. Um, yeah, I've had a long journey, like a long, 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 long journey from 2010. Um, but I still have the same passion. Like it hasn't gone away. Like um, I'm starting, like I'm starting this whole entrepreneurial thing right now. And I'm super excited about it. Um, It kind of reminds me of when I graduated from college and I got my first teaching job, you know? You get the jitters, you're excited, you know? And then after we're like, ugh, you know, you go to work. I don't ever feel like that about blogging. I I never feel like that when I'm going on social media. Like, I love it. I love it. 
And um, if you have that passion, like you feel like, oh my God, I need to like, like execute this, do it. Cause you don't want to like live with that and say, I never followed what I wanted to do. You know, I've had people that followed me and say, I started blogging because of you. I was so afraid to do it, but I said, I'm going to do it. Yes. That's why I did it. I don't, I don't care about competition. I'm like Issa. I want us all to win. Preach. I'm going for everybody black yes. and white and Asian, everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, just do your thing. Like, you know, just do it, you know? Um, that's what I did. And um, like I said, I still have the same passion. I still love it. I have so much fun doing it. I love connecting with people. If you feel like that's what you want to do too, then go for it, you know? Forget about the numbers. Forget about, like, you know, if I only have 100 followers. Who cares? Those 100 people invested in you. Give them all of you, you know? And um, all that other stuff will happen, you know? You'll grow, you know? But who cares? Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much for sitting down and Thank chatting you. with me. Thank you. This was so personal. Yes. Wow. It was beautiful. Thank awesome. you. I'm glad you felt comfortable. Yes, I did. shared some amazing gems with um, our audience. Yes. Thank you. So if, um, which I'm sure they're going to want to follow you now. Yes. For those of you who have not followed Peggy yet, you can find her at? At on the Q train. O-N-T-H-E-Q-T. R-A-I-N train. <laughs> and that's on Instagram? Yes, on Instagram. And I also have a blog. www.thecreation.com. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really had a good time. I'm glad that you did. And um, I will make sure to link everything. Thank you. So everybody will make sure to follow you. And thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me. Well, guys, that was my chat with Peggy. I hope you all enjoyed it. You can keep up with her on Instagram and on her blog on the Q train. Thank you for listening, and we will chat next week. That was this week's episode. I really hope you all enjoyed it. If there's anything you'd like to chat about, send an email to cat at catlantigo.com, and I will make sure to get back to you. You can keep up with me in between episodes by following cat.lantigua on Instagram and heading to catlantigua.com to opt in to receive my weekly newsletters. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'm sending you all lots of love, light, and good vibes. We'll chat next week.